Listeners, we're back. We are back. Hi, everyone. This is Grant. And this is G. Great to have you with us on this lovely Monday evening. Lovely Monday evening. Welcome to Get the Know How. We must be up to about episode 18. Are we 18? Gee, I'll tell you what. I think that is is sensational. Well, it is. Who knew? Really? Who would have known? Who would have thought that we are just so popular that we're up to number 18? I think so we need to check that. We need to check it. it is, I think it is episode 18. But, Fantastic. Uh, we had a great episode last week. Was, we did. Uh, had Mark we really Watt did. From, from uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, and, uh, yeah, following on from that, um, you know, I've got a meeting actually this Thursday night to talk about Big Brothers Big Sisters with, uh, with an organisation. So we're just uh, taking those little steps forward to see if we can't put a project in to bring that worthwhile our service here to our hometown and on the northwest coast of Tasmania, which we are speaking to you from today. The beautiful town of Burnie. The we be- are here. Well, not so beautiful according to Andrew Bolt. No, not so beautiful according to Andrew Bolt, but uh, that's okay. We'll put him in his place. He's been invited over, so uh, yeah. let's see if he takes um, Tim up on that offer. Well, it's pretty you know, interesting. Uh, so what we're in reference to essentially is that uh, listeners, you'll know that the Australian government has offered to pay for um, or subsidise fifty yeah. percent of airfares to get people travelling around the country again. And um, one of the locations was the Northwest Tasmania, and the two two entry points, which are the uh, Burnie Airport or the Devonport Airport, and the other one being the Launceston Airport. Although our uh, southern city had a bit yes, of a cry about did, it, and they I got on. Noticed they, 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 they were yeah. on there as well. <laughs> um, but I don't know what Andrew Bolt's issue is because. Uh, He's just not a he's yeah. just not a fan look, of Bernie, look, which is I've fine. Got, I've got a phone call coming for him. But um oh that's <laughs> that's, that's an, a that, winner. Let's answer it. Okay, this will be interesting. This will, hey Gilly, is that you? Hello. Oh, hang on, mate. Oh, hang, hang on. on, hang no, on. No whoa, noise. whoa, whoa. Now, can you hear us? What's going on? Well, you you're actually you you've you've called in in the middle of a podcast recording. <laughs> So, so guess what? Now, you are so now you're actually you are now on, on the air. Podcast. So I oh. believe actually, Gillies, that you are probably the best. Um, what is it? The cuts grass. Oh, he can slash grass. You're the slasher. Are you known him. in Bernie as the slasher? Oh yeah, yes. But make sure you say it slow. He he's known by quite a few names, aren't you? <laughs> oh, no, that was just random. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you, Eric? <laughs> I am Eric. Yeah. Eric. It's like I've got a call coming, so I'm just going to answer it. And I'm yeah, like, why not? we're actually in the middle of a podcast right now, but he just answers it anyway. Oh, I missed, I missed how he's calling. I thought, oh, I better give him a buzz back. Uh, that's all right. Well, that's okay. That, that's all right. Uh, now, just uh, quickly before we say goodbye, <laughs> Gilly, and that I will give you a call back a bit later on. I must position that Gilly is the. Absolute champion bowman of the fat oh, cats. Oh, the fat cats. Now, we talk about the fat, fat cats. cats all the time. They seem yeah, to come up. Yeah, very entertaining. You have to come and watch us. I think I'm going to have to because you, you actually yeah. come first quite a lot, but from the other end. Is that correct? Well. Well, oh, hang well, on. We didn't oh, come no, last we on the weekend. Second, we, we came oh, second last second, on the weekend. Oh, that's fantastic. In the point score. Yeah, no, it was. Go the fat cats. Go the fat cats. Yeah. But uh, it, everyone fears the fat cats. <laughs> And uh, yeah. of course, they there's do. a story about Fat Cat, isn't there? Oh, there certainly is. <laughs> next, next year, Gilly, she's on. The Fat Cats are going to go to bigger and better things. So they mightn't Look call us the Fat Cats. We could be called the Not So Fat the Cats not next so year. Fat they cats. could be. Let's hope so. Let's, Let's hope, hope so. Yeah, no, we, we've got to get ourselves fit again, aren't we, Gil? Well, I'll tell you what, we the are, fact that you're are. doing that, I think it's fantastic. So 
Oh, we'll no, definitely come and watch the Fat Cats um, have a... Righto, you've got not right? this weekend, but next. Next weekend, Righty-ho. state titles. There's so much on. I'll let you know. coming down to the opening of the uh, Bernie Surf Club, the official launch there for their 100th yeah, or something. Is that, 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 is, yes. is that on that weekend? Yes, I think so. it's Saturday morning. We're heading down about Very 9 good. o'clock to officially we won't, we, we won't be far away. Well, Gilly, we won't be. I'm going to say goodbye to you. Oh, I'm just and kidding. So I know you're just getting sorted, but I can't. we can't let you hog the limelight, but you are... Now you've you've appeared on the podcast. You are now yeah, an official D minus celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's something to ponder on. See Eric. Bye, Eric. That's great. Are you going to answer every call that comes? No, I just mind? thought it's Gilly because <laughs> he's Eric, and I might have shouted out to Eric the other you week. Did shout out to Eric, and yes. so um, there's a story about Eric. There's a, a bit of footage going around of. Uh, a boat crew um, racing in New Zealand. Right. And um, let's just say that they were putrid. And okay. um, their sweep was yelling, um, you know, get in the boat, right. Eric. And oh. it's just stuck. And <laughs> now, stuck. now Gilly's Eric. That's brilliant. Okay. It's usually me that has trouble getting So we the were boat. talking about um, the comments, obviously, in the Herald Sun today. Yeah. 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 No. So, mm. so anyway. Um, I guess I I don't know the reason why he'd be having a whinge, but probably about the destinations and yeah yeah that's that's exactly right. So but more about the destination and, and why would people come to Bernie? I guess. Well, and my my question is why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't Look they? Look what we've got here. Yeah. It is sensational. The best farmland you'll ever see. Yeah, that's We're right. the gateway to the west coast of Tasmania. We so are. Yeah. Um, and the you know and the adventure playground that that is with Cradle Mountain yep, and you know down right. in Strawn and there's a new mountain we've got bike the best tracks. Cheese, the best whiskey. We've got you know we've got it we've all. Got here. it all here. Yeah. Is the best whiskey absolutely, and the cheese Kelly is, is the best road. We've got Saputo with the cheese. We can't go wrong here. Love yeah. it. Yep, absolutely. And the fat cats are here too. So. And the fat cats are here. So, and we're here. We're here. So, how was your weekend? I had a really good weekend. Actually, went up to Launceston to the Red Hot Summer Tour. Yeah, of right. course, with Jimmy Barnes headlining, oh, wow. and it was a fantastic. Lots of rain. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's Tassie. We expect that. And a few unexpected um, technical areas, er- errors, errors with the power going out twice. Are you about to say technical errors? Technical <laughs> errors. The power went out Did twice. It really? And on Jimmy Barnes as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But they fixed it fairly quickly yep. and, um, you know, we got on with it. But it was a great weekend. So there was Jimmy Barnes, John Stevens, John Baby Stevens. Animals. No, no, not Baby Animals. Hoodoo Gurus. No, Hoodoo Gurus. Vicky and Linda. Oh, that would have been great. Um, and Chris... Um, Kearney from... Chris Chaney. Chris from Chaney Living from End. Living End, yeah. Fantastic. So it was a great, yeah, great How lineup. were the Hoodoo Gurus? <laughs> You're not a fan. <laughs> I, no, I did. I really liked them, but I just think, because Diesel was there as well, I think... Oh, he's great. ...the order should have been Hoodoo Gurus, then, you know, yep. Diesel, John yep. Stevens, and then Jimmy. I don't think Hoodoo Gurus should have been up there next They've got to a new Jimmy. album out, I believe. Yeah, they have. And they did, are good. Did though. they I mean, play lots of that new album? Or uh, yeah, they did play a fair bit, but a lot that people knew as well. So, but just if you want people up dancing and stuff, you know, absolutely. Yeah, but it was still great. They were all great. Great show. Good. Well done to all the organisers. Good. Well, your weekend sounds a lot more exciting yep. than mine was. I reckon it might have been. Did a lot of weeding in the garden. Yeah, no, mine was way more exciting. Bit of cleaning. <laughs> um, had a row with the fat cats, um, but I did get the chance, um, and I. Uh, I was contacted last week by a, a gentleman named yeah. Aaron Meldrum, um, Meldrum, who has an organisation called Man Up yes. that they've just kicked off. And I won't go into the details of why they've kicked it off, but essentially it's a, it's a, an organisation, I guess, for support for men with mental health and you can you can reach out to it. And They had their launch on the weekend and there was quite a, a number of people there and uh, I got asked to go go along last minute. I'll come off the bench to, to do a speak. Yeah, which uh, is wonderful. So I'm looking forward to hearing a bit about that, Grant, if you if you can, because I mean, yeah. mental health's on the been on the top of our list lately. Well, absolutely, and it's a, hasn't it? It's a massive thing, hasn't especially it? men's mental health. Men's mental health, um, absolutely, I agree. Well, see, I guess the disturbing thing about you know stats and that are is that men are five times less likely to reach out for help than female. Yeah, that's but correct. three times more likely to take their own life. Yep, and and it's I, a big statistic. Th- th- those stats are terrible, they and. Are. Um, you know, so I, 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 I had to talk about, and you know, I guess my experiences um, from what I see with financial stress and how that can lead to other things, and um, like depression and 
And so I talked about that and, um, you know, um, what, what the studies say about the three triggers that will, you know, move from stress to depression um, in a financial sense, you know, being fear for the future, fear for failure, fear of failure, sorry, or, yep. uh, you know, fear of letting oneself down. So, and I, I tried to incorporate a little bit of my own journey and where I've had, you know, anxious times and I've been yes. down in the dumps and, and you know, my, my battles with, with mental health. Um, and I'm quite passionate about this, so um, it was it was a really good thing to be involved with, and hopefully I've made a, a little bit of difference. But I say to to fellas, you know, um, us guys really need to work on our our self confidence, and and um, don't let our ego prevent us from from reaching out and, and getting help. And it's the one thing that us blokes are really poor at is is reaching out and saying, "Hey, um, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. I, and, I know, need I'm not someone okay. to talk to." Um, you know, and people, we need to we need to do that because you know, we don't because we're men and we're not meant to do that. Yeah, um, that's right. You know, yep. or we're too embarrassed, or you know, we've got this fear of being judged by others. We don't want to look weak. But the thing is, is that it's actually a real show of strength for for a man, as opposed to a weakness, is to you know, to man up and reach out for support. So, I was really happy of uh, to be involved with with that, and I'm certainly looking forward to to uh, working with them a little bit later. Yeah, are they uh, going to come down this way? Like, obviously, they went to Denport for their, I uh, guess, their... It was an Olsen, their was their... Their, 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 their launch. Buttons Brewery. Yep, good spot um, there. But, yeah, I think they're based out of Olsen, but I, I yep. imagine they'll they'll serve the northwest coast, yeah, but predominantly that's from that area. I don't know a great deal about their longer-term plans, but Aaron has agreed that he will come on to our podcast Fantastic. at some Fantastic. That's wonderful news because I'd like yeah. to hear a bit more about it. And, you know, just to spread the word, as you said, Grant, like get out there because men do tend to not say, that, you know, that they're not okay. Yeah. They do get shy or they think, yeah. you know, with the breadwinner or, you know, we're meant to be looking after my family. How can I be sick? Or, you know, there's nothing wrong with me or, you know, whatever it might be or even, of course, you know, younger people. So yeah. it's really important to get out there and it's good to see all these services coming out. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and, and I think we have a responsibility as uh, good citizens to, to listen to people. And, we really do. And rather than... than and no- be kind. Be kind. Rather than knock people, actually, you know, be supportive. Um, I, I saw floating around on social media on the weekend. Um, yep. You know, we had Safe Space in here two or three episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, two Nathan weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and, Ken, and uh, great guys. And what a great organisation now. Incredible um, organisation. It was lovely having the boys here. Actually, it was really nice. Yep. Um, you know, and they have people come and stay in safe space with, uh, you know, people without homes. Yes, and uh, with a with a wide range of of you know extenuating circumstances that have meant that they come into that organisation and it's a safe space. And they work with people to get them ready to get into back into public housing. Uh, you know, and, and and get get on their way. Um, you know, uh, it, it's not cool. To, you know, um, video somebody who's drunk in the mainstream. Oh, absolutely not! Um, no, that is not cool at not all. Not cool at all. Um, and you know, p- uh, I mean, safe spaces divided public opinion. But um, you know, we talk about being kind. Um, whatever you put on social media, you it's know, for the world to see. The isn't world it? can you know? see, it. and that's really hard. Whether it's in a video like or whether it's in a comment, and guess what? These people might be homeless, or oh, sorry, without, without a homes. home. Yep. But they still have access to social media. They really um, do. And, and yeah, I, you know, just think about before we say things, like we, yeah. we write things before we 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 write a nasty comment. Um, we just want to think: um, how would those people interpret this and read this, and what ramifications would they have on them? How yeah, how would they feel? that's right. Or if it was a family member or... Absolutely. Or something of theirs. And I think, look, Grant, in situations like that, if you do come across someone that is, you know, is like that and isn't doing well or they seem incoherent or whatever it may be, yep. um, just to, you know, phone the police. It's that Absolutely. simple. It's their, it's their job. They're here to keep us safe. Absolutely. Bring Taz police. And, um, you know, they'll come and get that person or, or people um, and, you know, take care of it. So we don't need to put those things on social media. No, we do no, not. No, we do not. So we've got a very good we guest We do. Today. Let's get on to that. So I'm going to place a call to him now. Okay. Now, his name is Jared. Okay. Do we need a drum roll for this? No. No. Clapping hands. See how it goes. Hey. Hello, Jared. Uh, how are you, mate? 
I'm fantastic. Hi, How Jared. How you doing? Very well. That's Very good. Well. So that's you on board. Giovanna, and you're, you're straight away, mate, we've dialed you in. and uh, I know, and you didn't even win a prize or anything. You just picked up the phone. There was no Yahoos or anything. No, nah, nah, <laughs> excellent. So um, let's welcome, let me tell you uh, who our guest is, ladies and gentlemen. So today we've got um, a gentleman, a former Tasmanian, uh, or you might still consider himself a Tasmanian, but he now yeah, lives in uh, sunny Queensland. His name's Jared Wiseman, and Jared is a very uh, fit human being, very driven, um, and a life coach, if I'm right, Jared. Correct. So, you can hear my phone ringing, I can hear your phone ring. You're so popular when every time we do these podcasts, your phone always rings, Jared. I know. I don't know what's going on. It's my real estate agent. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Jared, how are you? I'm going great. You say sunny Queensland as it's uh, absolutely building down the with rain, but uh, oh, good! It's yeah, not just gr- here in Tasmania that happens. That's good <laughs> no, to know. Great. Good yeah, to know. Still warmish, so uh, but yeah, good to uh, good to good to be here and talk to you guys. Yeah, right. no, well, thank you for coming on, Jared. And I was giving uh, G a little bit of a rundown um, about my knowledge of your um, past history. So, um, Jared is well um, opened up a fantastic personal training studio in Devonport. Um, now, that was, I think, the first of really its kind for the Northwest Coast, a purpose-built personal training um, yep. with his brother. Um, but he's a very accomplished surf lifesaver and represented yes. Tasmania on numerous occasions. And together with his brother, they were quite the formidable force in yeah, the double ski yep. um, and certainly individually as well. Uh, Jared, of course, married another... Uh, Surf lifesaver Rebecca, and she was a, a gun iron iron lady and ski paddler herself. And uh, I believe you you produced a few of the up and coming <laughs> stars for surf lifesaving in Australia. So, but um, Jared moved not long ago to Queensland, and or oh, say probably three years ago now, wouldn't it be Jared? Four years ago, actually four years. Hang on, what's the date? Could be four years today, in fact. 15th uh, of March, yeah. I think it is yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Li- literally four, four years today. We, oh, fantastic. Uh, wow, happy movie anniversary. We, we couldn't have planned yeah. that. <laughs> we didn't plan yeah. that at all. So, yeah. so Jared, albeit for me to say, you know, what I know about you and um, obviously, you know, we've, we've met and we've had coffee and you're a, a terrific bloke. And uh, But uh, we really want to know, I guess to start with a lot about what you're actually doing now because I think you underwent quite a big transformation when you moved up to to Queensland. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, like when I when I left, I was still uh, my brother and I, you know, ran a really successful personal training business, and and you're correct, we were kind of the pioneers, if you like, down in Tassie, where we um, we started out doing what we were doing, and uh, it wasn't really heard of much and we got we got told you know oh that'll never work and all of that sort of sort of stuff and uh you know we had a lot of lot of success with it but you know i think it was probably about 12 years that i was physically there um like anything in life you know you you need change and uh i certainly needed a, a change in uh, where, where just my environment, I think I've just become a little bit stale. Uh, I'll be honest, I've got a little bit resentful of the weather and particularly when your sport uh, is heavily involved in the ocean and you're in yeah. the <laughs> sort of... Uh, you got to uh, wear uh, dick, dick togs, what they call them, dick togs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, that certainly played a bit of a role. But, uh, yeah, so um, I guess moving up here, you know, I, I was effectively a business owner. Uh, we had you know, some really good staff and people that were running the business. And for me, I, I always kind of thought that was the dream, right, where you you own your business. Um, you know, and I, was, I guess of some sorts I was almost semi-retired at, you know, in my early 30s thinking that that was the, the holy grail. Um, but I quickly became bored shitless. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> That's a good uh, way to put it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I've always, I guess through personal training, uh, you know, where, you know, slash counselling really, <laughs> where you, you know, you work intimately with people uh, and, you, you know, you know everything about them. And I, I kind of became really obsessed almost with like what what is it that makes people change? You know, I could give them 
every resource under the planet. I can tell them everything what to do and in terms of turning their health around or lose weight or whatever it is. And I, I just sit back sometimes and go, what, like, why aren't they doing it? Like, what, what is it? And that was, I guess, my, my journey, if you like, towards coaching where I really wanted to crack the code, if you like, to make serious change. It used to frustrate me, even though ultimately I now know that, look, this wasn't my responsibility. Um, but I wanted to learn all the skills I could to, you know, have someone in front of me that I know I could, you know, um, pierce through, if you like, and really, really get in into their mind uh, and 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 create change. And so that was kind of the catalyst for me to start coaching. Um, and initially, it was, I guess, you would say, life coaching, um, like any kind of business. You sort of to and fro a little bit in terms of. Uh, exactly what I what I do, but in essence, it's, it's probably gone down more of a business angle. But uh, it's sort of circled back to, I guess, in essence, life coaching of sorts with with business owners, and yeah, super super fun, super rewarding. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so what's your typical client look like that you you, you meet with then? Uh well, it it still varies, and it's it's. Super interesting, the whole law of attraction side of things. That <laughs> uh, you tend to you tend to attract people that uh, you know they'll, they'll have issues, they'll come up and whatnot, and you're like, oh, that's kind of ironic because I'm kind of going through the same thing, um, you know. And so for me, it, it's probably uh, a lot a lot of parents, uh, a lot of people that are, that have their own own business, and you know that small business owner that you know they have quite common struggles uh the, the the angle i suppose i'm moving more towards now is that high performance angle um you know i work a lot with strategy and what what people need to do with their with their businesses but but to be honest it's a lot of it comes back to uh well three key things really and it's it's, it's your health uh i have a saying really that health equals energy and if, if you don't have energy in business it's going to be really damn hard for you Particularly if you're dealing with, yeah, that's absolutely know, right. Having, yep, yeah, having having kids and all those things as well in your personal life. Um, so so health, your mindset, which you know controls everything, and and then your habits. Like they're really the three three key things that I work with people. That you know you get those things right, and the rest kind of takes care of itself. So, um, like I said, a lot of parents. Uh, that are in business. That's that's probably uh, you know maybe a little bit general, but that's that's in essence the, the typical client that I would be working with. Tell us about mindset because I'm I I am intrigued with with mindset. I uh, read a fantastic book uh, by Doctor Kuick, I think her name was. I can't remember her first first name, but it was called Growth yep. Mindset. We talked yep. about having a growth mindset or a uh, what was the other one? A fixed mindset. Is that the type of thing you work on? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a broad term, to be honest. And, you know, this might sound a little bit strange, but, it's, I mean, it's so damn important. But at the same time, it can be a little bit overrated. Yep. Uh, and what I mean by that is that, uh, you know, if you, can, if you can get the right mix between mindset and your actual actions, then you're going to succeed. Because what kind of happen is this new wave come in where everyone's like, I'm working on my mindset, I'm working on my mindset, I'm working on my mindset. Like, Fantastic. Have you taken any freaking action on, you know, what you're supposed to be <laughs> yep. doing? Yep. Um, so, um, like I said, hugely important, um, but, but people need to also be aware that their actions need to back up their mindset. Um, for me, I guess my, again, my angle on it, it's like it's such a big beast of a thing there's so many different areas of mindset for me it's probably going more down the angle of i guess almost you'd say minimalism yeah. uh and and you know with today's society i'm probably starting to sound like an old fart now but it's, uh <laughs> you, you know with technology with social media with like we're so overstimulated um yeah we really not, are yep yeah, and and it's not until you actually stop uh, and give, you know, I, I, I've asked 
many clients this. I've done different questions on social media around the same things. Like, when do you come up with your best idea? And for most people, they go, oh, it's in the shower. It's driving the car. It's, and no matter what the answer is, it's always when they're doing nothing. Yep. Right? When they actually give their mind time to relax. Yes. And not, not be overstimulated. Um, and so it, it's actually a really big thing. And I, I, um, I absolutely love it because you can get such immediate results uh, with people when you can just get them to put down their devices yeah, boundaries around I was, when I was they have, do it. having this conversation today, actually. Um, I'm a youth worker um, as well, Jared. And today I was having a conversation with a group of young kids around that, you know, what time we go to sleep when we, because we've got our, you know, phones in our hands. And it's yep. very rare, you know, for them to really put their phone down before two o'clock in the morning. Jeez. So oh, they're wow. going to bed with their phones. Parents are allowing them or they're sneaking them in or whatever it might be. But, you know, yep. and then they can't do the schoolwork, they can't function properly and things like that because they are stuck on their devices. You know, it's night time, so the lights are out, the phone's on, and, and that can't be good either for your mind or your eyes. But, you know, how do we change it? How do we change their mindset, I guess? Because it's so common. Yeah. Now. Oh, well, I mean, it's, that's, that's a big question. Yeah, because, it is, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, the old school saying, I suppose, is like you can't help those that won't help themselves. So that that's obviously got to be the uh, the main thing is they've got to have a reason. They've got to be they've got to be driven by the pleasure or pain to, you know, avoid doing it. Like, I mean, straight away I hear something like that. Where my mind goes is like, sleep is sleep is such an underrated oh, it uh, is, thing, isn't it? That, oh my that, goodness, that, that we have, and because it's I mean, my theory is because it's free. Um, you know, it, it, there's no, there's not, not really a lot of money to be had in telling people to have better night sleep. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's right. You know, set and, your and sleep so reminders. That's what I do. Set my little bedtime reminder. It's like right, ten yeah. minutes to go, and I'm in bed. <laughs> I mean, no it's, device. It's, I mean, I have, I have three, uh, three kids now, uh, six, four, and point what six. <laughs> Um, and I think I think to be honest, the leadership as a parent is probably the most important part. That yep. um, these kids growing up, like I've I've purposely not given them an iPad ever. Um, they don't touch phones because right. I mean, um, what was it? Um, uh, Steve Jobs, you know, ironically never gave his kids devices. Uh, so isn't that funny? Uh, that yeah, that, is... that doesn't say at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, these companies with without going on a rant, like they they are investing probably billions of dollars in people that work full time to hook people in that you can't get off. And I don't know about you guys, but I know for a fact if if I'm sitting around and I'm not conscious of it, I'll be picking up my phone, I'll be on Facebook, I'll of be course, on Instagram, yeah. I'll be scrolling I'm without even knowing I'm doing exactly it. Exactly the same. First thing I do yeah. when yeah. I wake up in the morning is I check yep. the news. Yep, I usually read yep. the paper first online. Uh, and yeah, I, 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 okay. well, I. Well, if I was working with you too, I'd stop that straight yeah, away. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do that. No, no, I, I have love a, my morning advocate. It's I great. have a coffee and <laughs> I, I have a look at Facebook and see what's going on and. Yeah. Uh, and so there's, yeah. There's, there's, I was just going to say there's some. There's two parts to. I don't even know how we got onto this, but anyway, there's two parts. <laughs> May to, I ask I you a question? Mindset. 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 <laughs> Mindset. Uh, I suppose this is what sort of podcasts are, right? It's just um, that's exactly right. Things know. just happen, and Grant and I talk about all sorts of things. We have no so agenda. There's no agenda yeah. at all. <laughs> uh, that's that's good. I generally don't either. So, um, yeah, the, the the mindset, as I said, we we're just overstimulating our brains, and you know, our, our brains are just incredible. And when you give it time to stop and relax. Uh, it's amazing the creativity that you can come up with, um, and and like I said, these devices are just they're just they're destroying our creative mind. They're also, um, they're also so, uh, I find devices have um, destroyed empathy uh, with our younger yeah. generations because uh, we don't we we don't have empathy anymore, um, and you know they do all their socialising through. Uh, Happen on the, with their thumbs and fingers, um, yeah, and you're losing that natural, that natural yeah. empathy. You know, it's not, That's it's not exactly built in right. there. It's almost like you've got to retrain people to, to 
to understand what it's like to have empathy. Um, I also think that, you know, and I've said this many times in this podcast, that we're all so quick to respond to something that's written on social media these days and make our comment, and we're commenting on headline and not the actual Without article. knowing the actual you know, story. The yep, that's right. Um, and there's almost like this fear amongst people that I, I, I can't, not have it because I'm missing out on something, you know. Like I remember the days before mobile phones when we had a fax machine, and I, thought, I know, I remember I that. that was amazing. That was great, you had a fax paper and you had to go down and get some from yeah, the business awesome. shop. It was fantastic. Yeah, but so Jared, with your um the stuff that you do, obviously you live in Queensland, but is it something that you do online or over the phone with people, like your life coaching? Is it a sort of Australia wide or yeah. just based in Queensland? Yeah, well, across the world, like uh, I mean, oh wow, something that yep. kind of me out initially to be honest where I'm like oh shit I'm a, like a international businessman you know I've got clients <laughs> uh, across America and Canada and you know all wow. sorts of different places and um, I mean this is the way the world's going and you know with everything that happened in 2020 we, we won't, won't go into that but uh, everything that happened there it was I guess in some ways I was you know there's a little bit of pride in that I'd made that decision that you know it, it was a COVID-proof business in some ways and, and we've seen yeah. a dramatic switch of, like I believe there'll be a lot of positives from business where, you know, people are over overcapitalizing, um, you know, their their premises, for instance, or that people have to work in the, uh, come into work and all these traditional methods that have been done that all of a sudden maybe, maybe they don't. And so, you know, there's certainly room for more efficiency, but, yeah, as I said, uh, I, I sort of started out, and this is a great thing. If you if you're on Facebook, well, potentially you've got you know, I, I go from a small town in a small city in Tasmania uh, with my previous business to all of a sudden, well, I've got 2.2 billion potential customers on Facebook. Um, it's it's pretty incredible, but in saying that, it's extremely competitive as well. So I can um, imagine, you know, you. But the easy part is if you if you've got any if you're authentic, uh, you know you're already above probably ninety percent of people. Yeah. Um, and if you've got some substance in what you, uh, you know what you do and and genuinely get results, that's 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 what the game is. Uh, and unfortunately, there's a lot of really really good marketers out there that um, you know don't necessarily get the result. No, they don't deliver um, on what they uh, what they say and they suck in with clickbait and stuff like that. I've, I've seen it. Um, Jared, is there a – well, you talked about, you know, like success with your clients and, and you know, a particular, you know, clientele that you – you know, high performance that you're seeing. Um, do you get – ever get or have you experienced, you know, a business that's, you know, really going – I guess everything's going wrong, you know, and, and, and have you had that success story where you've been able to turn somebody around that, that was close to going under? Um, and I ask that because I know the stats on small businesses and, you know, only one in five successfully sell or harvest at, at, at the end of the day. Uh, four out of five either, you know, they, they go broke, they, they close down because they can't find a buyer or, um, you know, there's death, disablement, that type of stuff. Have you, have you come across... Um, and have you been able to to work with businesses that were really, I guess, on the knock of, of falling down and, and been able to turn them around? Yeah, I mean, I suppose in terms of what I've done is a lot of a lot of the people has probably been coming to me with more more so wanting a transition, and so I suppose the the success stories, if you like, would be uh, like I think of one uh, one lady in particular was single mum. Um, you know, she's working for a, a, in a corporate job basically and just hated it, right? And so if we, if we think about the bigger picture in terms of life, you know, she was locked away 40 hours a week, not in a great work environment. Um, and she sort of come to me, she's like, she was, she had skills as a coach and she wanted to, she wanted to start. Uh, effectively, it, and this is where things did become a bit weird for me. Where I'm like, hang on, am I am I coaching coaches? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, trust me, it's a thing. Um, and uh, and and she she just wanted to get out, and she 
I guess she didn't necessarily believe that she could do it. And, you know, it was just the little things like I can't go and watch my kids when they're playing sport or I can't go to their, you know, athletics carnival or whatever it may have been. Um, and, you know, within, well, I was probably within six months, uh, she'd hit six figures as a coach. Um, and she was, she was quite literally living the dream. And she rang me one day and it sort of, I won't get emotional now, but uh, it got me emotional at the time when she said, I just want to ring you and say thank you. Like she said, I'm sitting here watching my son play cricket in the middle of the day of a Wednesday. You know, I'm I'm making more money than I was. I work the hours I want and I, and I can be here for my kids. And so for me, that was the, that was probably the big story, I guess, in my life but, or my, my clients that, um, you just sort of go shit like this is this is kind of pretty powerful stuff yeah, because it's it? amazing you know and that, and that's to be honest what my passion is it's, it's uh, you know people's businesses take over their lives but you know it shouldn't be it shouldn't be life it should be uh, you know a vehicle to live the life you want to live um, and so obviously you want to be passionate about what you do so you love every minute of it um, but ultimately, I love the quote, it's a bit morbid, but from the, um, I think it's the Dalai Lama, that said, life begins at death. And you, you think about it, if you go to a funeral or something like that, it, a lot of times it really brings home what the most important things in your life are. And, yeah, and it's always health. It's always family. And, and don't get me wrong, I love money, and money's a great vehicle to, to have the life that you want to live. Um, but you know, it's in those sort of moments that you sort of you put things in perspective, and yeah. Um, yeah anyway, that that that's the story. And, uh, and I, your I'm values with another, yeah. So totally, yeah. Totally. You know, um, do you do a bit of work exploring? You know, the values of your clients. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, again, it's, it's sort of closely tied, I suppose, to your mind, their mindset, yeah. uh, their beliefs, um, and all of those things because. I guess what you're looking for as a coach is what's going to make them tick. Um, and, you know, certain certain individuals you go a certain direction with, like some that I can be really ruthless with because I know that's how they'll respond. Um, and then others that you might tread a little bit more carefully. Um, so, yeah, I mean, values are, values are really important. One thing I learned with those as well with values is, like, um, most people will say my values are... XYZ, uh, but when you actually push them, a lot of times they're not they're not necessarily living those values. Yep. Um, and that's where I think a lot of conflict comes in for people. A lot of uh, mental health stuff in as well around depression and anxiety is that gap between where they feel like they they should be and and how they're act and where they're actually at. If that makes yep. sense, it's like yep. the bl- blueprint. And then the reality, and when there's a gap there, that's when people feel frustration. They feel stressed, anxious, depressed, um, and whatnot. So, yeah, that, that, that side of things is important. But, uh, one other thing I was going to say with the values is that uh, a really cool exercise, and, you know, for the people listening this, you can, you can do it, is, you, you know, you set your goals. It's one thing to have what you think your values are, but it's another thing, what should your values be? You know, in order to... In order to achieve what you want to achieve, you know what's the value that you need. And so, for me, an example of that once was uh, I was writing out was well, it was courage, and this was around the time when I was transitioning. That it's bloody scary to record a live video on Facebook, for instance, or to make that phone call that you're like, oh shit, I'm a bit scared to call this oh, person. And so, cold calling had, is the worst, isn't cold it? Cold calling, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't miss Absolutely. those days. And I had my values, <laughs> but no. I had my values listed on the wall and every time I'd sort of be dilly-dallying around or whatever, I'd look and go, courage, and what am I doing? Like, show some courage. And um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's something that um, I've certainly done with clients as well. I know, um, values. I know and I say that once your, your values are clear, your decision-making becomes easy. Absolutely. And that's absolutely right.
Yeah. Big um, words there, Grant. They yeah. were. They were. They were. Well, I, I you did. get wiser the more red wine you have. I know. Actually. It's incredible, isn't it? I yeah, do. Yeah, I reckon one more glass and you'll be oh. re- you've written a book. <laughs> oh, write a book. Uh, you'll be calling me the Dalai Lama. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I actually studied uh, my values for three and a half years in San Diego, yeah, Jared, I mentioned before. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I just, I'm a big believer in, you know, understanding the, with people, you know, what, what's, what's important about yeah. this to you. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, and then if you can achieve this, what would that mean for you? And well, and it's also if you're looking at their actual business, like I've had different people I've worked with, but I've told them to get out of their business because yep. it's it's in con- conflict to their values, and it's it's almost like that. Well, but I can't. I'm like we can <laughs> because you know it's not serving you. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not aligned to to what you want you know people that have these really complex businesses and whatnot and they're like all they want is a simple life i'm like well you know don't do this then you know business yeah. is hard no, if you want a simple life, uh, you don't want to be a business owner, actually. So, because <laughs> no. um, no. the the two shall never meet. But um, I, I, I absolutely, uh, I absolutely get that. Jared, who inspires you? Who inspires me? Well, outside of yourself. Um, oh, I think you. Well, or did you mean your? Did you mean yourself or Grant? No, he just said. I that. Grant. Yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah. did. You know, oh, well. he just made all that up. You just made but, all that but, up, didn't you? But, but how much is he paying let's you, not, Jared? Let's not tell the listeners that. <laughs> I'm glad I have such a profound impact on your life, Jared. But uh, yeah, no. seriously, who 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 does inspire you? Um, it's an interesting one, but I, I would say my kids. In terms of, uh, I don't know if "inspires" the right word, but they're certainly the 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 leverage, if you like, that. Um, Gives you the purpose, um, so I guess, I guess it is inspiration in some ways that you you know I, I'm just a, like parenting for me uh, was a huge eye opener in terms of my my own leadership. Um, I don't think there's ever been a bigger test of or there is a bigger test of leadership than than being a parent because I remember when my eldest got to two. And I'm thinking, everyone is talking about the terrible twos, and I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a shocking belief to have, right? Mindset. I'm like, no, well, that's yeah. not how it's going to be. No, that's not how it's going to be for me. Well, it was. Oh, yeah. uh, it was. And, I and, never had it yeah. at all, actually. I was lucky. Oh, uh, no. It, yeah, and I, I remember. Oh, uh, God, I'm going through it at the moment. M- really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Murphy, my oldest, was. Um, oh, that's a great name, by the way. I love the name Murphy. Thank you. Thank you. Great so, name. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so, anyway, he oh, he was just just changed, and all of a sudden he was talking <laughs> back, and he was he was doing all this stuff, and I'm like, what in the hell's going on here? And and I was trying everything, and I'm like, none of this is working. But I, I started studying books on how to be a good parent and child behaviour and all this sort of stuff, and it just became really clear that, uh, you know, it's just a reflection on you as. As a leader, so oh, that's interesting. Um, and I, I to me, I, it's my been my biggest challenge, but certainly the most rewarding challenge. That I just love that accountability, if you like. That if I don't show up, if I don't be the best me, that I know that's probably what's going to happen to my kids, right? That that yeah, that they'll they'll follow me, and so if I'm, you know, half assed in my life, well, they're probably going to grow up and be potentially half assed as well. So correct. Um, that that's certainly a big inspiration um, for me. And then uh, I would also say my wife as well, and that's not sort of a cheesy like, you know, but she, she's, I always say she's my biggest fan, but also my biggest ass kicker. Like if, if, if I'm not <laughs> performing as a husband, like I know it, um, or she'll let me know and, and, and I know it. And so um, she's amazing. Uh, and, that's probably a whole new conversation talking about the masculine and the feminine, but uh, I've got a pretty good understanding of <laughs> that side of things. And, and, and so she's, yeah, she's amazing. And when you, when you are in tune with that and you, you sort of understand how the feminine energy works and you're like, okay, uh, I need to lift my game a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. So, so I, I, again, a little bit cliche, but they're probably, yeah, definitely my most inspirational. That's awesome. Um, I'd say, yeah. And what about like 
uh, because I know, I think you went and did a Tony Robbins event once. Is that right? I've done many a Tony wow. Robbins event. Uh, yeah. You still do uh, those? That's so funny because what did I say this evening? I looked you up on Facebook. So I knew, I thought, now I know Jared from, from around, but I couldn't remember what you looked like. And uh, got on Facebook, we were sort of sitting here and looked him up and I said to Grant, he looks like, like Tony Robbins. <laughs> and then Grant said, actually, he's done a lot of Tony Robbins stuff. Because, yeah. yeah, there was something about you. Obviously, you don't look the same as him, but there was something about you that sort of reeked Tony Robbins. And then, yeah, when Grant said that, I thought, wow, that makes perfect sense. Because yeah, he's, he's like, an amazing uh, man. Amazing. He is. And he's, he's probably the first. Uh, big, big name, if you like, that I really studied and, and did a lot of his work. And, um, you know, I've met a lot of cool people as well through him. And I've, I've, got, to um, go. I've got to go to a Tony Robbins event. Yeah, I think once we need to Once he's touring again, I'm doing it. Surely once we start making money, Grant, uh, we, could, we could go <laughs> and get the know-how. Can, one, can yeah, absolutely. Once, once, once he tours and he comes back out here, I'm, yeah, I'm we'll definitely going to go to I'd one of them. I'd love to as well. My uh, awake yeah. giant of in or something. My, uh, we had some guests on here from Canada. Um, the Canadians, the big Canadians, shout out to them. Neil, and, the Canadians. Neil and Sang, and they're good friends of mine. And I met them in San Diego, and and they actually uh, sold their financial planning businesses, and they were incredibly successful at it. Yep. And now they're looking to disrupt the medical insurance industry in the United States. Yes, they from are from Canada, uh, and they're wow. they're platinum members of. Tony Robbins, so they, you know, they 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 followed him around the world basically. Yeah, to yeah 12, 13 yeah. events in twelve months, which is yep. just insane. Well, it's fair to say that you 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 got to invest quite a bit to get into that platinum program, but it's, yes. it's certainly there's yeah. some very very successful influential people that that are in there. But my my first one was actually uh, like my brother had done quite a bit with with him, and um, he rang me up, you know, and. Tony is an amazing, like, he's an amazing salesman. So, yeah. so as much as his content is amazing and I'd highly recommend everyone go and, and see him and, and do all that, he's equally as good as a businessman. Yeah. Um, and when you when you start to understand that, you actually start to see, uh, you know, some people can get put off by yes. things like that, but I, I actually have a lot of respect and go, like, he's, He's a he's a damn good salesman. Yeah. He's a damn oh, good yeah. businessman. Equally, you know, he backs it up with the value that he delivers. But um, my brother rang me, you know, on a on an absolute high. You know, he was at the event. He's like, look, uh, I'm just going to say it. You know, he's got this thing. He was at the event. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was like a ten thousand um, dollar. I can't remember what the name of it was, but it was. A master of university, so you do all of them, right? In in either a twelve month or two year period or something. Okay. And I'm like, it's probably cheaper than right, you, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, and, and better. Um, and I'm like, right, <laughs> I'll do it. So, um, so we took off. The first one was in Fiji at, at Tony Robbins Island, um, and it was a because he's got an island. We're going there, Grant. So, so yeah. not, it's, it's it's not the uh, Bachelor Island. Oh, uh, bugger! In, yeah, no. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But I, but I think a few people may have um, sort of had some of those experiences. Oh, on that. oh <laughs> god! Um, you, did you I have to? Did you stories. have to mention that, Jared? Now uh, I've got. <laughs> yeah. I have no hope of going now. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, I was in a relationship at the time, and that certainly wasn't me. But you know, I certainly know nah. a lot of people. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, that's another so story. Yeah, we'll write a book about that. Either, and that's, that's not a story for this podcast. <laughs> no. Um, so, so the first one was uh, like life and wealth mastery. So, first half was where you yeah. basically don't eat. So you fast for like three or four days. Um, how crap are we on this podcast? Well, I have. Oh, you can if you want to swear, you can go for your life. Okay. Mate. There's no filter. Okay, well, it's not so much swearing, but uh, we also lined up, like, so they have uh, colonics. Have you heard of colonics? Like, uh, no, what's that? Like, well, it's like you basically stick a thing up your backside and it's like an enema, right? Oh, so, wow. Right. Yeah, so, so we were like, what's this thing? And they said what it was. And my brother and I were like, nah, why not? You know, we're, we're having an adventure. Let's yep, yeah, let's, yep, crack let's well. do it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so we did these all these colonics and like all sorts of stuff and then learned a ton about uh, money and wealth and all that side of things. Um, 
Then there's Date with Destiny as well, which that was held here yeah. that I went to here. here that on the sounds Gold like Coast, more fun than the other one. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it depends what you're into. Uh, yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that Date with Destiny was absolutely epic as well. Um, that legitimately it gets thrown around a bit, but that was legitimately life-changing. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, his stuff. His stuff's brilliant. You do have to be a bit careful. There's, there's people sort of say, oh, it's like a cult and all this sort of stuff from oh. the outside. But you know, I do know people that have sort of go into those circles and and they sort of come out and they're sort of mini Tony Robbins type people. You do have to be careful not, to yeah, be, yeah, of course, not to be that. But yeah, he's he's amazing um, and a yeah, great great man. Yeah, I'm I'm actually legit serious about going to one of his events because I've wanted to for a long time and I probably would have by now. Yeah, but because obviously COVID because of the, sucked the a lot world of things, that we so, find ourselves in, yep. so sucked the fun out of life for a little while, but we're okay. <laughs> we're back. We're he's, okay with he's that. Doing, he's doing them online now, which yes, is yeah. good, he's, but um, he's, he's doing Yes, pumping them out. Like he did one in 44 thousand people yeah. live or something. Yeah. Forty four thousand so, no, people insane, live. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, hey, and Sir Club, you still having a paddle, mate? Um, not really. Um, three kids. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny because I don't think that competitiveness will ever leave me. Uh, yep. And uh, I I constantly have to find something that um, I guess scratches that itch, uh, but. I was racing up till last year, but then obviously things got cut short as well, and it was sort of this season was looking quite. You're still doing all right too, aren't you? Though you you were. Still... I yeah, I was pretty happy to be honest. I was uh, yeah, I was the year before there's a national series, and I was I think I I finished top ten uh, in the country both the really? two seasons prior to that. So it's well, yeah, amazing. Things were going going well and. Uh, and all that, but it's yeah, there definitely comes a time where you sort of, um, you know, it's a sport that takes up a lot of energy, yeah, and a lot of time, uh, you know, it, it, it and time. It's, it's not like say, I, I got into running quite a bit when my first child was born and sort of had a few seasons off, and uh, you know, it's just so time efficient, say, where you chuck your shoes on at your front door and go for a run and then yep. you're back home versus you know. An hour paddle takes two hours of your day. So, it does. Um, anyway, it's, just, it's a sport I certainly love and still enjoy going and watching and having the old paddle. But no, I'm not. not which club? Anymore. Which club was you involved with? Up here, uh, mermaid surf. Are you of mermaid? Um, yeah, which is up very much. Gizzo. Uh, yes, yes, he's the head ski coach there. Yeah, um, fantastic. So there's a real Tasmanian feel there. I yeah, think with the Murphy boys eight, are there. Eight, I think eight of us. Yeah, the Murphy yeah. boys. There's Hamish Chapman, uh, the swimmer. Yeah. Yeah, Chappers. I'm good good mates with him. Yep. Playing a bit of indoor soccer with him, actually. Oh, fantastic. But, uh, yeah, so so really good Tassie contingent. And, um, even upstairs, a few of the old boys. that Johnny uh, Giz. Johnny Giz there. He, he, he's always there, yep. Yeah, um, what a gentleman he and, was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of very wealthy, uh, influential men that, you know, if yeah. the club's based on uh, Hedges yeah. Avenue. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there's certainly some uh, – one guy in particular, I think he's top 10 wealthiest men in the country. So, oh, nice. So um, you, you, you do meet some, some interesting people there, that's for sure. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, Jared, it's been uh, great chatting to you today, um, and we thank you for making the time to, to have a yarn to us. Our show, really, uh, you know, is, is all about ordinary people that do extraordinary things, and you do do extraordinary yeah, things. Absolutely. We always ask our guests if they could leave our listeners with just one piece of advice. What would that be if, if I could ask something from you? Is is there something oh, that you could give us? That's put me on the spot. I know. Uh, Apologise about that. Well, <laughs> you do well, not. You love it. You love it. <laughs> I would probably say. You know, of all the people I've ever worked with, the ones that, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be absolutely crushing it in any area, all areas of your life, but the, the key difference for me that separates the people that succeed versus the people that don't is the people that take total ownership of their situation. Um, yes. You know, when it, was, when it was weight loss, for instance, uh, and I was helping a lot of people say lose their weight, you know, the, the people that lost, the weight that got their goal, they would always 
take 100% ownership. It was never an excuse. It was always, yep, I stuffed up there, I ate that. Uh, and the ones that didn't would lie. They'd, they'd lie to themselves, they'd make excuses. And, and, you know, it's something that I've just noticed. Uh, and this is why I love sport, right? Because it, it just carries across to all areas of your life that uh, it's that total ownership. There's a great book called Extreme Ownership um, on, on Leadership. And it, it's just such an important thing. And it's really liberating when you stop blaming other people and stop blaming the government and every everything oh. else for your own situation and you just go... Locus of I'll control. If it is to be, it's up to me. Oh, very yeah. good. And it, it's another uh, red deep, are you, Grant? Um, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the quote as well that I love, and maybe this is a good, uh, good segue to finish, is... Um, you better remember it now. It's uh, if you don't see yourself as part of the problem, then you don't see yourself as part of the solution. Yeah, yeah I love agreed. that quote. Yeah, it's agreed. really good. Yeah. I agree too. And, and, it's and really I, good. I just think, yeah, that's that's the philosophy that if more people took that, I think the world would certainly be a better place. Yeah, absolutely. And Jared, can people follow you on Facebook? Have you got a website? Yeah, uh, don't go to my website because it's uh, <laughs> not much shop at the minute. Uh, no, okay, don't go to the website. We won't uh, advertise that. Just, yeah, just hit me up, Jared Wiseman, which is J A R E D Wiseman, on uh, on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram, they can follow uh, you and see what well. you're doing and everything. Yep, great. Absolutely. Yep, yep. So yeah, they can certainly give me a give me a follow or a or a request there. Beautiful, mate. And uh, when I'm up your way next, mate, I'm going to look you up and we'll go and have a coffee and have a yarn. I bet you it's not a coffee. 100%. I bet you it's a red wine. Oh, it could be. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> it will be, Jared. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll find somewhere nice to go. You're a good man, my friend. Thanks, Jared. Thanks Thank for, you for, your for time. making the time. And uh, yeah, uh, keep on keeping on. And 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 really, um, I'm keen to check in with you and just really get in depth and see, you know, what you're doing and how you've come quite a quite a long way since uh, you know uh, setting up what was really the, uh, I guess the you know, very entrepreneurial. It was an innovative personal training studio. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing to see where you've where you've gone to. So uh, proud to know you. And, uh, yeah, keep on keeping on, Jared. You're doing good. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Great to chat. All right. All right, buddy. Jared. Thank you very much, Jared. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wow. That was uh, – Yeah, what a legend. Was, that was Jared. Yeah. You know, he really is um, a really focused – focused he guy. really is and isn't he and yeah no he he yeah. like legitimately is uh, uber focused and yeah uh, he really is i can and see him going big places yeah and what he says is is absolute truth you yeah know? yeah absolutely Abs- and own it i love that like own it yeah own it um this this is uh like they call it locus locus of control so you yep. can be internally um focused or externally focused and so those that are externally um focused will always blame other people for for what is happening around them um, you know, classic example, you know, if business is not going too good, oh, well, you know, oh, it's because times are tough here in Bernie. Yeah. Um, oh, everyone's on JobKeeper, they've got no money. Um, you know, you can blame, you know, the weather's bad or, you know, it's, it's winter, it's our slow time or no one likes to shop in store anymore, they all want to go online or whatever. So it's, it's blaming external yes, forces. yes. Whereas, you know, someone that's got an internal locus can sit back and say, okay, um, so nobody wants to shop online now. What can I do to make to turn that trend around? Um, you know, everybody's on um, JobKeeper and they're losing their jobs. How can I let them know that it's affordable to them? Yeah, that's right. So, it's, so making, it's, you're making all those positives. Yeah, making positives and, and saying, you know, if it yeah. is to be, it's up to me. Yeah, that's and right. And I, I did a talk at a football club many, many years ago now and uh, – you know, I said to the players, you know, like it's, um, you know, we want people to have that internal locus of control. So, you know, um, it's not the coach's fault if I haven't done the work. Um, it's not because the ball was wet. It's not because the coach doesn't like me or, you know, I'm not getting the paid the big bucks or whatever it is. If I want to be something and I want to go somewhere, I've got to own that and I've got yeah, to do it. Yeah, you've got to own it. That's exactly right. And uh, it's just it's nothing said that's ever truer. I agree. Yeah, I agree. He was, it was a really good, really good yeah, chat. it was great to talk to Jared. Yeah. 
Absolutely loved it. So, so Jay, it's we, doing great. We can't hang on for too long tonight because you've got to go and... Uh, I do. I've got an interview with ABC the lovely Radio. Mel Bush. Mel Bush. Yes, ABC Nights with Mel. So well, got a bit of a talk, you know Mel Bush used tonight, to so. row surfboats too? She did. I know. Mel's done so many things and she's mm. doing a great job down there. Of course, she runs the Cascade as well. Hotel. Yeah. Yep. Um, and does ABC Nights. So I love yeah. listening to Mel. Yes. At night times. Great. Yes. And uh, she's been on radio for so many years she's now, for as long as I can remember. With our, our friend Margot. Yes, our beautiful friend Margot. So um, yeah, we had her not that long ago, actually. And Margot won't be far from having a little baby, I would yeah. think, not too far away. So I hope that goes well for her. Yeah, so do I. So, um, yeah, so I do. Margot has. That's right off and you have a yak to mill. Uh, Margot has one of those voices that. Her just voice is sublime, isn't it? Go. It's. Oh, she sounds so nice. I really need to meet I her. I know. <laughs> and it's t- when I'm, um, and Aaron, her singing voice is incredible. Oh, incredible. Um, when Aaron, um, that's my fiance, folks, if you don't know, um, when Aaron uh, heard the podcast yes. with Margot and she said, oh, she just sounds so nice. I think I want to meet her. Yeah, that's just, amazing because she is so she nice. She's got such that's a warm, yeah, she's warm beautiful. voice. So shout out to Margot and thank you yes. to Jared Wiseman for joining us today. And uh, I reckon uh, that's about all, folks, I think, uh, for today. But we please, yep, please, please, uh, just remember to be nice. And uh, Yeah, be nice to people, be kind to be people. Kind. That's what we tell everybody and, all the time. Um, so uh, make sure you do that. We hope you have a great week as well, Grant, and I hope you do as well. I'm off to Hobart tomorrow. You're off to Hobart. I'm actually going to see Tim Lane, uh, Tim the Sound Man. Tim the Sound Man. Who wrote our song. Yep, so that'll be great. Say big hi to Tim for me. And we'll catch you guys next week. Look forward to it. Same here. Bye.